What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Facts and Stats. It is now episode 72. We are missing Keem, but we have the usual other four hosts. Uh, my, me, Ev, Joe, Mark, and Q. On this episode, we have two guests. Not one, but two guests. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves, and then we're going to go ahead and get started. Well, i start off first. My name is Malik. Um, I'm a journalist, uh, born and raised Washingtonian, although I'm not a Redskins with Washington football team fan. I am a Falcons fan from Atlanta, uh, like my Rockets as well for the NBA, and uh, I'm just a little bit eager to talk some uh, football and uh, a little bit of basketball, man. Good down for Appreciate that. My name's Dylan. Uh, I'm college right now. I-, I love every Philly team there is. Like, I'm always going to support them regardless of how trash they are. You feel me? Uh, I like crypto, but strictly sports for today. All right, respect. Appreciate y'all boys coming on. Um, so since y'all coming on, I'm just, I mean, Malik, I got the first question for you. Uh, and what arguably could be the NFC Championship eventually? Um, we've seen the Rams take down the Bucks 34-24. to 24. Uh, What exactly did you see in that game, and how could both teams improve? And who do you think ultimately – if you had to choose between those two to make the Super Bowl this year? Um, the Rams look very, very dominant. I mean, you, you look at the defensive standpoint, with Aaron Donald, I mean, even in the beginning of the game, he had a strip fumble from this guy. And then, and then of course, the, the wide running back picked it up. It almost was a strip sack fumble for Aaron Donald. I mean, you already got David Ramsey, who out the fence. You, you just look around that whole entire team, I mean, a Matthew Stafford, who arguably is on the run, looking like a so far. If you look at the league, besides the kind of work, but I believe like the way the Rams are looking so far, they never really count out the Buccaneers. Yeah, they lost the game. They, they kind of got it handed to them in a, in a different point of view, but I like the way that the Rams came out and they're using all of their weapons. You saw Cooper Cupper two touchdowns. Then you have John Jackson, who really does. I mean, it was just, it was a fantastic performance, and I really enjoyed watching what they did. And I mean, it's a long season, though. We still have a long, long, long period of time to come up. I like the way that they showed out, and uh, I had to too. I think that the Rams have the more relevant team, even the defense is looking spectacular. And uh, their offense is looking fantastic as well with that stuff. Okay, respect, respect. Um, Joe, talk to me. Um, you told me Jimmy G is good as Matthew Stafford. Um, what did Matthew Stafford show you in that game going 27 for 38 with four touchdowns taking down Tom Brady? Um, he's finally in a winning team. Um, he's finally in a culture where they appreciate what he brings to the table. Um, from a talent perspective, um, the Detroit years was the gutter for him. Um, nothing but respect for Matthew Stafford right now. He's balling. They're the number one in <laughs> in the standings, you know, in our conference. Nothing much to it, man. So, <laughs> you know, the last episode crashed, and I'm mad we didn't get it uploaded. Uh, so this, I want to hear this right now in the beginning of the episode. So you think Jimmy Garoppolo is good as Matthew Stafford still? Oh yeah, for sure. Can you go? In, <laughs> can you go in detail on that? 
I mean, you saw what Jimmy G did the second half against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. So the first the first half he was playing a little bit scared. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about him. Sometimes he he, he it's like it's a mental thing for him. Like we know. I don't know if it's the coaching scheme because sometimes I feel like we're holding him back. Yet he holds himself back. And then sometimes he goes out and you see that he goes out and starts hitting people on target and has accuracy now slant runs and now hitting receivers but then other times you see him missing receivers overthrowing the ball so it's it's 50-50 with him to be honest with you when he's great he's great um there's a reason why we win almost probably about 80 80 plus 80 plus percent of games with him as a starting quarterback for a reason you know when he's hurt we're not winning when he's there we're winning so there has to there has to be a toss up. I think it is just a mental thing for him. Um, if he if he goes out every night and plays like he's the best quarterback, um, he could be. He he's definitely right there in the top ten elite quarterbacks right there with anybody in the conversation that you want to put in. Wow. Okay. Respect, Dylan. I see you chuckling. I see you laughing. What's your thoughts on everything that Joe just said? I mean. Uh... When it comes down to winning, I feel like since he's got the job, the team around him has been really good. So, like, he, he's not, like, he's a floor raiser, but he's not a ceiling raiser. You feel me? Like, he's going to he's gonna execute when the coach asks him, but he's not he's not going to put them over the top. Um, I feel like Lance, they drafted him for a reason. You know, like, you can't really go as far as, you know, the team can go. You know, Shanahan's offensive-minded. So if he was holding anything back, it wouldn't be because – he wants to, you know, like, mm. I feel like it has like more that. to do with Jimmy G. I, like I think that. holding back, holding back in the standard of himself, like you say that he's like a, a floor, he's not a floor riser. He's, a, he's not, he's a floor riser, not a ceiling riser. I mean, if you put Kirk Cousins in the, in our offense, I think they do about the same thing. Um, and Kirk Cousins is great, you know, given the team that he's on doesn't have a defense and they haven't been winning besides um, this game that they just won this past week against Seattle. But when you look at it, you put a lot of quarterbacks in that situation, talent base wise, and they're not going to do what Jimmy G does. Like I said, I think it's more of a mental thing for him. When he goes out and thinks that he could perform at a very high level, he executes, given second half what we saw against, Arizona, uh, against the Packers. So I think for him, he just has to go out there, and Shanahan sometimes has to put his faith on him because you're starting him for a reason, you know? Like, you cannot limit him to do X amount of things and then expect him second half to come in. Um, but not just for this year, plenty of other times. Yes, he has done a lot of mistakes, but overall, when you're a quarterback and you're, and you're, co you're a quarterback and your coach has the confidence in you and tells you, I have that confidence in you, it's gonna make you believe and get greater as a player. Okay, but if they're so confident, as you're saying, do you pick a quarterback at the number third pick in the draft? Hell, I nah. mean, we're building for the future. Though. It, the only thing Jimmy Garoppolo's not old. But the thing is about his injuries. So he's had already. He's been in. He's been in with us since 2016. He's already had three major injuries. Missed more than 30 30 games. So why not draft a quarterback that if this guy goes down, you know, we have a great replacement. And possibly the quarterback going on for the future. The only At concern round, is how <laughs> like they, if you like I look, I'm not about to draft if if I'm really rocking with my starter, I'm not about to draft somebody early as early early as fuck. Bro, I'll probably save that for like a later round. 
to be looking the for Packers, the Packers just did that last year. Third and Aaron Rodgers is on it now. Yeah, but the the Packers just did that with Aaron with Jordan Love. The Packers just did that. Even though we traded Lance and um, we traded for Lance and we got him at the number three pick. Jordan Love went as a first round pick to the Packers when everybody thought they were gonna draft a receiver. So it's like I don't know. The Packers, you know, they're a whole different situation. But in the sense of if you see a talented guy as a quarterback, why not pick him? Like given the chance of that, yeah, Shanahan is an offensive guy. Given Jimmy G is not as mobile as many other quarterbacks, but he's very accurate when he wants to be accurate and can kill you from a lot of spots. So it's at kill the end you. Of the day, yeah. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Just look at the stats. He's one of the most accurate passers out of the pocket. All right, let me get to Mark real quick, Joe. Mark, um, Rams take down the Bucks. Let me hear your thoughts on that game real quick, brother. Matthew Stafford finally got a team pretty much. That's all I can say. He got weapons all around the board. He got a defense that can help, you know what I'm saying, win him games if, if he's struggling, but – Right now, through these three games, he's looking pretty, pretty Hall of Famous to me. I mean, I always thought he was a Hall of Famer, no matter where he was with Detroit. But like, like I said, he got Deshaun Jackson now. He got Robert Woods. You got Cooper Cup. There's just too many weapons out there. Mind you, he, they are down a little running backs, but once they get the running backs back, this is really going to be a problem. Like some going next year. So I mean. Tom Brady, he kind of, he kind of uh, was looking a little bad. Uh, the defense looked bad. It just looked like they were just not together. Pretty much, no team chemistry that game, and it just, it just showed out. It was sad to see, but hey, I think a better team won. Okay, respect. Uh, Joe, I mean, not Joe Q. I think you rock with Brady, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, but just real quick, what did you see on that game? How could the Bucks bounce back, or what can they do differently if they meet the Rams again in the playoffs? Hmm. Damn. <laughs> I don't really know. Because uh, it's just like, really, what what can they do? Like, that wouldn't happen. Like, that would cause a different result. I just feel like the Rams is just, Rams might just be better. They might just be falling off, bro. Mm. Okay. Speak oh, defense. Speak. Go ahead, Dylan. Go ahead. I was going to say, the Bucks defense is looking really sus right now. Like... Yeah. All I'm saying is the Eagles, they just played the Falcons, right? How much they score? Like, maybe, like, I forget. I think they scored, like, seven, like, something like that. Meanwhile, they give up 25 to the Falcons, you know, like, and the defense just got torched. Eagles defense just got torched last week, like, literally yesterday. You feel me? Like, I don't know. Like, wouldn't be depending on the offense when you're playing the Rams, you know what I'm saying? Like, they need to make stops. Yeah. I think I think the only thing that um, to answer your question of um, the only thing that differentiates uh, the Rams and the Bucks, yeah, the Bucks defense is bad. Well, uh, like based on yesterday's yesterday's game, oh well, Sunday's game, um, but they still have Tom Brady. So, <laughs> like, even though Q is like, I don't see anything to beat them. Like when you have Tom Brady, you know you can't bet against that man, bro. Like. It, it, given like if it's a if it's a scoring game like where they're going toe to toe offense for offense because second half you saw that Tom came back and in the fourth quarter they put up some points even though it was garbage time and they were drawing in a four minute drill you know at the end of the day 
they started clicking too late. So given the next time, if they do match up in the playoffs, um, I think Brady will probably be able to find a way to beat them because Brady always finds a way to beat somebody. Uh, it's definitely not always. I, I, I definitely Brady. If it's not the Giants, majority of the time. Come on. I remember, I remember Mark Sanchez bounced him out before he turned terrible. Mm. I remember that like it was yesterday. That was okay. years ago. Okay. I mean, shoot, I remember Eli, Eli did it twice. I'm just saying, he ain't not unbeatable. He's not unbeatable, but I mean, he's 44, you know, like he knows what he's doing. He just won a Super Bowl for a reason last year. And look who he has. AB wasn't even playing yesterday. Well, to Sunday, so. Okay. Respect. I mean, hey. um, Malik, Malik and Joe, I got a question for y'all too real quick. So Malik, uh, last week, Joe told me that the Chiefs were falling off. Quick question. I mean, mm-hmm. he told me the Chiefs were falling off. And then this is when they won and won after they lose to my Ravens. They now turn around and lose to the Chargers uh, Sunday. What's your thoughts on that? Do you think the Chiefs are really falling off? And what's your whole thoughts on that game? How do you think the Chiefs are going to finish the season up? Um, I think that the I just think that it's a rough patch in the season right now for them. It's still early on in the season, like I just said, early on with even the Rams. You know, I mean, it's very early to judge things. I remember last season with Russell Wilson, he was the MVP front runner for the first eight games through the year. And they went like what, like two and four in the last, like, or I say two and four, like two and six in the last like eight games, or something like that. Like, it is all about how you manage the season. Like, you could go on these these four game winning streaks in the beginning of the year that hit the middle part of the year and go through a slump. But I think when you have a talented team, as the Chiefs do, then you have Andy Reid to to speak about. To, add on with we didn't even talk about Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford I mean both of them offensive geniuses I think that that's going to dwell what going on for back to the Chiefs I think that is just a rough out there I think that they're going to bounce back and I mean it's Patrick Mahomes like like bro, bro just said about you know Tom Brady I put nothing past him I put nothing past Patrick Mahomes um yes the Ravens beat them yes they just lost to the Chargers but they'll bounce back I do think that Mahomes has to stop and those, those freakishly, you know, miraculous throws on the run, <laughs> no looks. You see his lead into picks now, right? Like, he has to he has to chime it down a little bit. You know, the league is getting on notice, even though Cuz dropped the ball, should have caught it. But, I mean. I was about to say, he went through his hand. Yeah, but it's just like, I think the Chiefs are going to be okay going forward. They just hitting the little rough pass. Every team is still early. Okay, what's your response to that, Joe? It's your time to talk about the Chiefs. You and you, you had a lot to say last week. Um, I think the defense. It, it, I'm still, I'm still thinking, like, what, what is, what is really wrong with them this year? Um, just lost to the Chargers. Um, and and yeah, like, the thing is, like, the first three, four years of Mahomes' career, like, nobody has ever had that type of winning you know that they, that he is success that he has had so after a certain amount of time it's gonna come down and i'm saying they're falling off in the sense of 
are we really gonna pick them this year to be favorites again like everybody expected them to because you know given the, their defense their defense is very suspect right now um yeah their offense is great they just added another weight weapon uh with josh gordon if he's able to play and you know if he stays off the drugs um this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad for cutting you off but, like, but overall like the the verdict is out for them right now three games yeah they're gonna get hot and maybe even win like the next six seven games but are they gonna go to the super bowl again or are they gonna make a championship game um if you're a chiefs fan you, you might be a little bit concerned about that that's why i'm saying they're falling off in the sense of they had this greatness for three years and it's like what are you doing this year? You know, every year is a year in and year out for the NFL. And teams kind of, like, figure you out or kind of, like, you know, figure something to stop you. And I'll say their offense is great, like I say. But their defense is the biggest wild card they have. But when you say it is at the Chiefs fan, they should be concerned. Concerned to what? Concerned about their defense. What? But when you look at the run, when you look at the AFC, you still think of the Chiefs, though. You still do, but think think about the teams in the AFC. Who like right now, after three weeks, who who they're one and two. Who in the AFC is better than them? Like name them. You say you speaking on record wise or team wise? Team wise overall, as 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 what you're seeing right now. Even healthier or better? They're not. Who did you say, Dylan? Even healthier are better. Like, the Chiefs have to come back from behind all the time. You feel me? Like if you if you get that lead against them and apply the pressure, you know, like I feel like they've throughout the history of Mahomes, like he always comes back and he always wins. But like defense has got worse. You know the offense. Mahomes, like he's making more mistakes. You know, like so we can't really count on that as much as we did the last couple of years, especially with Lamar coming up and you know the chargers the raiders we don't know if the raiders are, are for real you know they they barely just won against the dolphins like they don't want to play on the road in the playoffs you feel me like they haven't done that yet yeah. i feel like they've only been playing as the home you know at home you know like they haven't played as a wild card team so like that's that's what matters really can they go to baltimore and beat them can they make it through the, the afc without being at home like i don't i don't know we have to see that okay See, now I'm hearing your argument and your points more than I was hearing Joe points. But okay, I like that. I like that. Oh, yeah. I like, I, I like that, too. Yeah, that, that was well Me said. Too. That was a good perspective. What, but, the, Ev, last week when I told you they got somewhat lucky, and you said, well, if I've been to, to three AFC championships and one Super Bowl, two AFC championships and one Super Bowl, how is that what Dylan just said right now? They never had to go on the road. They never, they, luck has to, has given them, you know, they have a quarterback. Why does that have to be considered already. as luck, though? Why couldn't it just been a great team? They right. have and been it, a great team. They just got out of the right They are, but they also have done everything right. And sometimes luck has to, to be in your favor to do everything right. And so far, Mahomes has done everything right to the standard of winning to get him to the point. But now, year five now year four as a starter it's like are you gonna come down that cloud because like i said every year is a year in and year out in the nfl teams are gonna figure you out and one of those years you're not gonna be so lucky like the other three four years that you were you can cut them off malik please please cut them off uh, oh I, I was about to say yeah i was i was just gonna say so you telling me bro out of your mouth right now that you don't like 
you don't think that like Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are like scary at any moment. I mean, even though the Browns are looking nice, the Chargers, the Bills, you got these AFC juggernauts right now. Like, it's they looking good, but when they come down to it, bro, like off of eye test, bro, when they come I, I just, to, I just, to that nitty gritty. But I just said, I just said, oh, I just said earlier, like they could go and win the next six, seven games in a row, and everybody's gonna be riding on their tail. But no, no, no. I'm it, talking about, I'm talking about going into the play, postseason. And, yes, and, 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 and it, later on in the year, point, when, when Palms gets sweaty, point, you know what I'm saying? Dylan's point. Palms get sweaty. Where, where you, where are they gonna be home or are they gonna be on the road now? Because this is a 17 game season. And they last right now, but it's like it's like you're one and two in a 17 game season. Think about it. You're you're three years in just playing, sitting down, going 14 and two, 14 and three, 14 and two, going to a Super Bowl. But this year, are you gonna go a what 12 and five? You might be a wild card now, and you won't be so lucky this year. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I feel you. I feel where you're coming from. Wow. I feel like anybody. I feel, I feel like anybody can get hot. I feel like I the feel defense like lucky, can get hot. Lucky the wrong word. It like, is really the right. wrong word. It's killing me. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the Patrick wrong Mahomes. word. It's it's not, they, if they earn, luck. if they earn that seed, that's not luck. That's just them earning, earning the top spot and not oh, having to play the yeah. wild card. And the defense can make plays oh, when they need to. They don't got to be all game, but they can just make it when they need to. Facts, yeah. exactly. You give Mahomes some time, and he'll win you a game. I'm not gonna sit here and not say that because I see how great he is. But if the team, the team is, the team is down or the team is not on the road, like what, what year in and year out, we're gonna see this year what they're made of in the playoffs. They still have the same weapons, like I said. They added Josh Gordon, another offensive weapon. Um, given he's gonna do something in that offense because Andy Reid is so great at scheming. You know, he's an offensive guy, but the defense has to get it together. And who's to say they won't lose again in a championship game? Like, we'll have to see down the road, one and two, what's going to go forward. Yeah, and and it's, and and to that point, it's not just an easy route for them to make it to the AFC championship game. Like I just said, like the Browns, the Ravens, you have the, – the AFC is sort of looking like the NFC. It kind of flip-flop now, you know what I mean? You used to have those teams where – the NFC used to be so like competitive and just you know what I mean. Sorry. You had to just watch out for those same teams over and over again. But now it's kind of sporadic. And now you flip over to the AFC, and now you got like the, the, the Bills and the, the Raiders, and you know what I mean. You have all of these teams, the Chargers. Like it's just it's a, it's a change of dynamic for the NFL. So I definitely agree with you, sir. Okay. Uh, Seems like the Chargers. They just lost to the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are looking real good. And I'm an Eagles fan, so you're not gonna catch me saying that. If that's cap. You feel me? Like, y'all yeah, suck, know. dude. Uh, <laughs> that was actually the next game I wanted to get into. Dylan, walk him, walk him, walk him, man. Oh man, oh man. Um, Last night was one of the worst Monday night football performances I've seen in a minute. Um, yep. Before I get into this, I want to say I am a Jalen Hurst fan. Um, I was advocating for Jalen Hurst to take over this position from Wentz. I mean. I feel like he gives the offense more of a, a dynamic. Um, but now it's like he played bad yesterday, and Eagles fans are y'all flip-flopping. The league is flip-flopping on him. So, uh, first off, y'all wanted to say that I wanted to. I want your um, season expectations or season thoughts. And then what were your thoughts on that game yesterday, being an Eagles fan? I mean, the season expectations, I really, like, it could go either way. But for me, like, 
we're playing a tough stretch coming up. I feel yeah, like we could win. Are. Y'all are. I seen. Yeah, it. we could play. We might win five to seven games. We might win. Hell no. You know, oh, you're talking about the whole season? You're talking about the whole season? Maybe seven. Maybe five oh, to seven. Season. Okay, okay, I agree. I agree. Because that stretch is yeah, really five tough to seven coming games. up. Especially because, like, we're injury prone. We just lost. We lost uh, Brooks. He's out. We lost Marlotta. He's out. You know, our defense was already sus. Now we're without Graham. You know, like, our, our defense was already, like, our depth wasn't good already. And our, our team just always gets injured. And I feel like we need as much time. Hertz needs as much time as possible, you know, to operate. Like, uh, Smith, I haven't been liking how their connection has been. I feel like Hertz, like, he doesn't have the arm talent that Wentz had. And it's annoying because, like, Wentz had good arm talent, but he just didn't know when to, like, throw to the check down. He didn't know when to throw mm-hmm. it to the person in the flat. He always would try to go runs. Mm-hmm. And, like, Hertz, it's really execution problems that, like, you can't really fix. Like, you can't fix when someone can't throw the ball far enough. Like, he underthrew the ball that got intercepted in the end zone to Rager. Right. You know, like, I don't want my QB to be underthrowing bombs like that. You know, like, I never had to worry about that with Wentz. So, I feel like overall we need to see how this plays out. But the fact that Sanders had, like, four carries for an average of, like, 13 yards or something like that, like, they need to run the ball way more, you know, because he gets yards. His first carry got, like, 25 yards, you know, like. But overall, we have the Dolphins pick. We have our first-round pick. And if Wentz plays 75% of snaps, we have the Colts' first-round pick. So we could have three top 15 picks next year, especially, like, if the Cowboys are good, you know, they make the playoffs. If they lose in the first round, I don't care. You feel me? Like, <laughs> I feel like we're still in a good position to get good players next year, especially safeties because it's a deep class. We can really stack up on safeties, defensive backs, maybe get, like, Stingley, you know, like. But we need to get younger. Like, that's really it. We need to get younger. And Hurts, he might not be the guy. So we'll see. It'll play out. But Hurts, I don't know. So do you like – before I before I go to the next topic, do you like Hurts' game at all, though? You say he might not be the guy. I don't know. How, what, do you like him at all? I, I like Hurts. I like how he, he has good leadership. I like how he, he like, uh, he has that winning mentality. Like, even if he if he loses, you know, he moves on. And if he wins, like, it's – it's just a win. Like, he, he moves on to the next game. I like how he doesn't – like, he holds accountability. Winston always hold accountability. But like, overall, like, it's our whole offense at this point. Like, we have Goddard. He's good. We have Ertz. He's getting older. But, like, with Smith, Rager, you know, like, I don't know if either of them are really a wide receiver one. You know, like, mm. we, we still need weapons. You know, we need one more weapon on the outside. And Hertz, I feel like he needs that star power him to like keep on shining you know because he doesn't have the arm to throw it you know 50 yards down the field but it all has to do with play calling at the end of the day too like our play calling hasn't been the best we haven't ran when we should have he's never under center he's always in the shotgun you know they had zero motion plays yesterday zero you know like that's how you can tell if they're doing man coverage or zone if you see what they're doing it gives him more chances to see what's going on and they don't like they haven't had any variation and it's just remind me of Doug Peterson. So our coaching might be a problem too. You know, we have all new coaches. So right, well said. Well said Go ahead, go ahead, Q. No, 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 I just said it's a lot of problems. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of problems, but shit. Well said, it sounds like you know what's going on. And most importantly, I do possibly have three first round picks, so that's gonna be very um key and helpful going forward. Um 
Last football topic I want to talk about. Um, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna get to the Ravens and Lions. Um, nor Q team. The Cards are sitting at three and zero. Who rated them? Ravens um, two and one. But Malik and Malik and uh, Mark. Y'all two teams played last night. Battle of the teams with zero wins. Um, both of y'all were sitting at zero and two. So one of y'all had to get the win. Malik, I'm gonna go ahead and start with you real quick. Uh, your Falcons are now sitting at one and two after taking down the Giants, who fall to zero and three. Um, I just want to hear your your season expectations and how you, how you feel about your team and overall how do you feel about the Cal Pitts pick at four? Um, well, of course you go with the best player at that position. That's what our GM said when we draft Trey Lance, but he went number three, so we couldn't get him. Uh, I would have actually loved to go and get a QB, in my opinion. Um, but with my Atlanta Falcons team, as you all know on here, our defense has been atrocious for the past, like, four seasons. Yeah. I mean, it's been absolutely historically bad. So, I mean, anything that you can possibly get on a defensive side of the football, that's what I was wishing for in the draft. You know what I mean? Because offensively, Matt Ryan is getting old in age. He can't really throw the ball down the field anymore. We're seeing that it's evident this season um, – I mean, I'm not mad about the Cal Pitts draft. I mean, he's he's a he's going to be a stud. You know, he's going to be a monster as he develops and really gets under uh, taking L's this season. As I get to my um, expectations for this year, uh, I, I don't see a lot of wins. Um, honestly, uh, we we basically kind of squeezed out a win against the Giants, and the Giants are good in my opinion. So I don't know. <laughs> I think that um, my, my Falcons is it's not looking too decent for me, honestly looking forward. I think maybe we could go and get seven wins as brother with his with his Eagles. Maybe we can get seven. Man. But uh, down there in the Georgia State, man, it's not looking too good for my team. Okay, respect. Being on. Respect. Appreciate that. Mark, talk to me. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't see this coming. 0-3 uh, for the Giants um, after having a, a – a good defensive team last year, you know, possibly making the playoffs last year. I'm not saying y'all not going to make it this year or nothing like that. That's a long season. Like I said, it's still early. But what's your thoughts and, you know, how you feel about the season as of right now? You said if y'all go 0-3, you're going to go into panic mode. Have you said playoffs in New York? I don't go together. <laughs> I don't go together. Hey, <laughs> talk to me, Mark. What you think about your Giants, man? But uh, keep it a hundred percent, man. We just look pretty bad. Look like it's Giants versus Giants. Honestly, we just beating ourselves, penalty wise, the coaching, um, schemes, offense wise. We just not playing winning football. Uh, they're not trying to score. We get to the red zone at least three or four times, and we don't come out with touchdowns. We come out with field goals, or it'd be a turnover. So it's just like we're getting down the field, but it's just like, what are you doing when you get down the field to the point where you got to score points? We went through a whole game, and we only scored a touchdown. It came in the fourth quarter versus a team that's really bad defensively. It's just like it don't make no sense for us to have all these weapons. Barring we did lose Sterling Shepard and uh, Darius Slayton early in the game. But other than that, we still have Kadarius Toney, our first-round pick. We still have Kenny Galladay. We still have um, – what's up, a brother name? Um, Evan Ingram, who, who had a costly fumble his first game back this season. It was just – too many ups and too many ups and downs, but there's more downs than ups. Our defense is just looking really questionable. After we didn't sign a Dory Jackson, we didn't sign all these new players, and they're just not showing no 
type of effort on the field. You know, we lost Blake Martinez for the whole season now. He tore his ACL early in the game. Yeah. So that's going to hurt. So that's that's just our that's one of our defensive leaders right there. So it was just like I don't know where we go from here. Um, we need a change in GM. Honestly, John Mara is not the one. He's too old. He just need to get out of there. Uh, Jason Garrett, he's he's definitely not the one. His play calling is very subpar. Is I, I would call better plays on Madden. Honestly, it's just, <laughs> this is bad, bro. And yeah, Adoree Jackson dropping picks in the end zone. Like there's so many times that we could win these games, but we're, we're really beating ourselves. So. Yeah. I don't see us getting nowhere near the playoffs. I don't even see us winning four or five games, honestly. But yeah, okay, is that is that bad? Respect. Um, you talking? So I'm gonna I'm answer my ask you my last football question. Um, as of right now, through three weeks in football, just uh, who do you think the best wide receiver is in the NFL? Mm, the best wide receiver in the NFL out of three weeks. Ah, that's tough. That's tough. Okay. That's tough. Uh, that's a tough one. Mm. Oh no. Mm. I'm gonna have to say D Hop. I'm gonna go with D Hop. All right, who who you got for me, Malik? Best wide receiver in the NFL right now. Best wide receiver in the NFL. Devontae Adams. Okay, Dylan, you got Devontae too? Hey, he's my wide receiver on fantasy. He's been killing it. Okay, who you got? They know they know he's passing it to him. You know, like, they can't stop him. Yeah, they, the 49ers are terrible for that end. I'm not going to lie to you. That ending was terrible. Like, that literally <laughs> 37. And we didn't even get to talk about that enough. But 37 seconds and two straight past the Adams. And the, that was it's terrible, crazy, I'm sorry. Bro. That was terrible. I know. After trying to knock his ass out. Right, right. <laughs> um, uh, Q, Joe, who y'all got? Best wide receiver in the NFL right now before I go to some NBA. Um, it's between Devontae and um, Chase. Oh, shit. Playpool? Okay. No, 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 no. Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase. Yeah. Oh, Jamar. Oh, oh shit. Uh, okay. okay. I like that. Okay, respect. Been doing his thing. Yeah, for been sure. Doing his thing. For sure. Who you got for me, Q? He not dropping no balls. I'm picking somebody from my team. Um, I don't want to say hop because I probably said hop like the last two times, two three times somebody asked me. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna show some love to my nigga. Um, damn, what a name. I can't even think of his name, bro. But his name is Kirk. I'm Chase oh, Kirk. Some Kirk. Christian Kirk. 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 Whatever the fuck that nigga yeah, name he is. He's balling bro. out. Christian balling out. Um, I was hoping somebody said. Man. I was hoping somebody said Cooper Cup. I think he's looking like the best wide receiver in the league right now. Uh, that, that that man is unstoppable. Cooper Cup is. He can literally. Do I got him on fantasy. Yeah, I got him on fantasy too. Shit, so I had to show him some love. Um. Yeah. That's that time of the year is back. Oh man, basketball season next month. Um, Dylan, I got a question for you right on the spot and everybody. Healthy, if healthy, Lakers and Nets, and they meet in the finals. Who you got winning and why? Lakers. I got the Nets. You got to elaborate though, Brody. I mean, I got the Nets just because I feel like with AD, LeBron, and Russ, the spacing is kind of flawed. Like, uh, 
overall, the, the three best players on a team, a starting team, they're going to win the game regardless. And I just I think KD is he's better than LeBron. I don't think AD he's good, but he's obviously he's, he's elite, but he's not as uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like he doesn't he doesn't take over the game as much as Harden, KD and Kyrie do. You know, they have the three best closers in the game. Simple as that. Okay. They're, them three, they're better closers. Harden, that's questionable, you know, because come playoffs, he, he kind of shits the bed sometimes. But they have at least mm -hmm. the two best cl uh, closers, I, I think. And uh, they have really good spacing. So I feel like, uh, I don't know, we'll have to see, but yeah. <laughs> Y'all, anybody can feel crazy. free to get. Yeah, anybody can feel free to talk crazy, on this topic. Crazy, oh, yeah. how crazy oh, how three people forget. It's crazy. Like you can't say AD's not a closer because AD was literally just closing throughout the whole championship run. Like we watched this man hit the game winner in the conference finals. So to say he's not a closer, that's cap. Um, LeBron <laughs> no. is one of the most efficient fourth quarter scores. Him and Chris All Paul time. are like at the top of the list. It's just done All two. time. And, and it's a gap between everybody else in the league. Um, Brooklyn can't do anything with our interior presence. Um, when you got LeBron and AD bullying their way in the paint, it's, re it's really nobody that could uh, that could stop it. The shooting, the shooting is a concern, but we got we got shooters too now. Um, it'll be plenty of spacing. AD will be able to step out and hit that thing. Uh, playoff time. LeBron can always hit that thing. He's shown that. And then we got Melo to spot up whenever. We got 40% guys like Malik Monk. Um, Trevor Ariza is, is a specialist. Who's going to be playing, though? Who's going to be playing when it when it counts? Like all, You just named all the players. But... Be, are they going to be injured? They all ballers. What are you talking about? Who's going to be playing? They all ballers and they all... Saying, like, are they going to make it? money. <laughs> Come on now, LeBron money. We can, we can say the same thing about the Brooklyn though. We can say the same thing about Brooklyn though. But yeah, we can, we can say that. Exactly. Harding can get hurt. Harding can get hurt. And so those the guys hurt. that actually yeah. be getting hurt. Exactly, Kyrie for sure. He he's been out. Yeah, for Katie, that was a freak accident. And definitely hard. Not to, I mean, not even to mention, you know, Kyrie might be doing the same thing that. uh Andrew that boy Wiggins, over in Golden State is doing what Andrew Wiggins and you might got forty one guys. And, and you realize like then you realize like if the Lakers and Nets were to meet in the finals, like the way the rules is right now, he wouldn't be able to play at all because of the mandates. <laughs> I don't know if the mandates will be that strict once the finals come, but but yeah. That's where that's where we stand right now. Cause the way it works is like if the city has the vaccine mandate then that you can't play in that city so both new york mm -hmm. new york is is locked down they not playing and california they've been strict so okay respect uh sports, oh, yeah. sports by malik i'm eager to hear your thoughts on this healthy lakers and nets if they mean the finals who you got and why i mean well uh i am a rockets fan as you all know um, i said it off the break i'm a big james harden guy uh i hope he can get a ring sooner or later. So, I mean, I would like to see the Nets make it if healthy, um, if everything goes well, if Kyrie could play in the games, you know. Just got to see more from Joe Harris because he, he kind of sold the team last year in the playoffs. Um, I, I need to see more from those role players. But other than that, if the Nets stay healthy, Kevin Durant, the best closer in the game, in my opinion, you still got Kyrie Irving. 
And James Harden, like I said, like he's he's due. He's just due for a championship, man. He's been going through it, and he's mm-hmm. he's been very very diligent on mastering his craft. And um, I, I think that the Nets they will have troubles with the Lakers big men because of Dwight Howard coming back and then Anthony Davis. You can't. I mean, it's Anthony Davis. You can't put nothing past him. Then having LeBron, Malik Monk, like you said as well. Like I like their role players, and then. The big plus for the Lakers, I think, is you you added Russell Westbrook. He's still going to be chasing these triple doubles. He's still going to be chasing all of these stats. Like, it's going to give a little bit of ease. I mean, it's going to ease up that pressure off of LeBron and AD to, you know, go in and out of games and giving it, you know, like 80% for the regular season. They could just go and do 60 and let Russ go out and just do whatever he do. So, I mean, but if they both stay healthy and they both make it to the finals, I mean, the NBA – well, us basketball fans, we're going to have it up. But, um, I would say the Nets, if, if all things go that way, if they all make it, I think the Nets. I think KD gets over on LeBron. Okay. I guess. Re- respect. Respect. Uh, Q, I know how you feel. Mark, I don't think I know how you feel. Um, if healthy, who you got real quick and why? Uh, I'm going to go with the Lakers just because I feel like they got more depth. Uh, I love Russell Westbrook. That's one of mine. Love LeBron. Uh, love Melo. I'm glad him and him and LeBron are finally on the same team after being drafted together. But yeah, I just like to have more depth. Uh, the Nets. All you really have is Harden, Kyrie, and KD. And all you can really rely on is KD. So it's just like, why I mean, you say they only have them three though when they got LA and uh, Blake and Patty Mills and you I know, mean I can- LA. LA just he just came back after I thought he I thought he was having a um, career ending injury I thought he was done but he did come back but I don't know I just feel like his, his he's up there in age now so I feel like he's not gonna be as productive as he used to be back in the day like Trailblazer days so I just feel like the Lakers just have more depth and they have a little bit more experience like um okay. as far as like Rondo LeBron okay. AD uh, Russell you know right Brooklyn just have KD and Ky- a little bit of Kyrie. James, he's more, you know what I'm saying, when the playoffs come, he's like, all right, where you at? You know what I'm saying? He's either hurt or he's just not there pretty much. So I'm going to go with the Lakers for sure. Respect. Joe, I know how you feel already, so I'm not going to get to you. I know you're siding with the Lakers. I got two questions before we wrap this episode up. Dylan, I'm going to circle right back to you because I'm getting to your team. Um, Came out today or yesterday, I believe it was today. Ben Simmons pretty much just said, like, I just don't want to play there anymore. I just don't think I feel like the team built around MB versus me. Um. What's your whole thoughts on your Philly team and what the hell is going on up there? I feel like Benson is just a bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, we, wow. we did all we could for that, that man. We did oh, all did we not. could. Damn. We surrounded him with shooters every single year. The best, best center, arguably the best center in the league. If he's not the best, he's the second best in the league. Sure. You know, we gave him different coaches. Like, we, we literally gave him spacing Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. Danny Green, you feel me? Like, we literally gave him all these shooters around him. Firkin didn't do anything about it. You know, Embiid used to be inside the paint. He used to be just strictly inside the paint. He literally worked on his game so he could shoot, so it would help out Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he you doesn't know? shoot He doesn't ben, shoot enough shoot. and doesn't spend enough time out there to where it's, it's they still don't he, conflict with each other. They always had the issue of, of getting in each other's way just because – and B still gets a a bulk of his points and a bulk of his usage from from the interior. And Ben 
he's limited once he once he's out of the interior. I feel like it's more that, of that, Philly. That, I feel like cool. Philly just mishandled. Just, I think Philly just mishandles their guys. Hey, we mishandled it? How is that mishandling if you're getting paid? We, we didn't mishandle him at all. Why? Like, no, nah, because when he, he first, wasn't held accountable. Y'all never, y'all didn't, pre- y'all didn't start pressing him to shoot the ball until it was like already like year four. No. Like, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't to shoot ever oh. since day one. Doesn't ever seem since day like one. I don't know if you see anyone. His first year, he. Beat, I'm, I'm gonna just say this, bro. First year, he averaged 17. We, we held him accountable. Decline, and a, a, after the second year, when, when after the second year, after his first year, that was his rookie year. Um, everybody started saying, "Where's his jump shot?" So this is not this is not a fourth year thing. This is a second. Nah, year. No, 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 it did yes, not go like is. that. Yo, yo, minimal. It yes, was minimal. It, is, bro. it was minimal Every, consequences. Bro. What y'all did was y'all, listen, listen, y'all listen. tried to y'all tried to cover up the issue. Y'all never really. Uh, nah, I think I think all of y'all are bogus with this. Listen, bro. Listen. They made it to a conference. Bro, listen. I was watching this, bro. I was watching this fully unfold, bro. Listen, yo. We held him accountable for the first time. We held him accountable. You know, like, every other time he shit the bed in the playoffs, we're like, all right, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, Embiid was playing bad against the Raptors, whatever. Simmons can score five points in a game, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, we held him accountable, and he gets mad and doesn't have any responsibility. He blames everyone else but himself. No, 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 hold on. Y'all didn't, no, y'all didn't, th- y'all didn't hold him accountable this time around. Y'all really threw him under the bus. Because it's not, it's True. not only his fault that y'all lost, but after when y'all, but when it's y'all did problem. lose, when y'all did lose, his name was the, was the talking point. And then another issue is you got Doc Rivers and Joel coming out and saying all this. They didn't say any of this until it started getting close to the season. None of this was addressed. We had all off season to really like talk Ooh, about this. Point. It isn't good until point. we getting close to the season. Like we not stupid. Ben Simmons isn't stupid, and Rich Paul definitely ain't stupid. We know that the mm-hmm. value is low. We know why you coming out and saying stuff all of a sudden. It's not. You're not you're not sorry toward Ben Simmons. It's like you're trying to get a deal and like you don't really got nothing on the table. And now you saw his work. The only way you can up the value is if he played. That's why they saying we hope we could reconcile the relationship. It, it's kind of exactly. too late. Exactly. You his have work ethic is trash. You have, you have Strictly business. Film in the gym talk about I got a jump shot now. Come come NBA season, you he only never, make he, what? He, 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 he never he never career. Bro, at the end of the day. Ben Simmons bro. isn't Man, dropping. Ben Simmons isn't dropping those videos himself, saying saying that. Those videos come out for players. All the trainers and all that be dropping that stuff. It's not Ben Simmons. Who has to okay the video, bro? No, you don't. Question for y'all. And you telling niggas, yo, record me, bro. No. Drop the video. No. How y'all defending Ben Simmons? I just I don't know how y'all are defending. This I'm, not, I'm not. I'm like, not defending you know. y'all. Y'all not about to. Y'all not about to put all the blame on Ben Simmons when God. y'all y'all came up short as an organization yourselves. Yeah, but at the end of y'all the day, who's the second y'all best player in the Sixers? Is this like the, the second third? best player Isn't... in the Sixers? Who's the, the second, second best player in the Sixers? I shoot now Tobias Harris because Ben Simmons. No, gone. no, 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 no. I'm talking about with Simmons. With Simmons, who's the second best player? Obviously, Simmons, but what does that have to do with anything? What did he do in the playoffs for us? <laughs> okay. What did he do in the playoffs? 
What does that have to do with anything I just said? It's not. He's not the only one. He's not the only one because Tobias Harris. Tobias Harris second best player. Tobias the only one, but he's the main one. How much money? He's the first overall pick. At the end of the day. 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 It wasn't all Ben Simmons' fault. Y'all and the media and y'all, y'all, y'all organization uh-huh. made it seem like it was all his fault. And now that he wants to be gone, now y'all mad. He, he ain't the only, nah, nah, he ain't the only one. He's the main He got one. held accountable every single season. And he, he held himself accountable and improved every single year. Every single year Embiid has improved since he's got knocked out in the playoffs. Why do you get an MVP season this year? You know, like this amount of money and you're not you're not working on your game, bro. Like, yeah, you're elite at Uh, He he has first of all, don't say he's not working on his game because Bro, he went to the tennis. Because we remember we still we still talking about is is this still a what two three time all star we still talking about? Yeah, but that's a little that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. A lot of young players he was getting outplayed by Tyrese Maxey in the playoffs. That's a fact, Mark. I hear you. He did not want to. He was in a situation where his foot was already halfway out of the door. Where I'm not, okay. look, I'm not worse. I'm not about to be a prisoner of the moment and act like that series is what Ben Simmons is. Because that's not what he is. That's just. That's this is what he is. He is no. <laughs> Bro, what, bro, what, what else do you need to see with Simmons? Like, honestly, what else do you need to see? I mean, I mean, hey. Are you watching Philly games? Yeah, I watched Ben Simmons make three All-Stars and be a Defensive Player of the Year candidate for two, three years in a row. All I'm saying is, listen, where else will he have more success? Where else would he have more success? A team that's actually built around him to where he could actually succeed at what he's good at. What is he good at? He doesn't score. Nah, nah <laughs> he's a good defender. And he's a facilitator. He's a good facilitator. He doesn't score at all. Like you can't build an offense around him to score if he doesn't want to score. You feel me? Like that's just simple as that. And then B, that he's he a top five. Say that he doesn't score either. at all is 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 a real crazy exaggeration. Look up his points per game in the playoffs. <laughs> He's sitting under the basket with Trey Young this on man, This man averaged Q. This man averaged 17 his first year as a as a rookie. His All right, first then. year playing. So he can score. So he can score. After, after that, oh, after that, he, he can he can score, but when it matters, he can't. He don't want to score. How about that. <laughs> or maybe he just or maybe he just score. doesn't or maybe he just. One doesn't it. want to be in that situation. Two, about it, two, the whole team was just falling apart anyway. Bro, he had so much help around him. He's had so much spacing around him. He right. had a top two center in the league. Different coaches playing against. Play All right, so here, 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 here's what we about to do. We about to go to the to the Atlanta series, and we about to go game by game. Bro. And we about to and we about to see who else who else guarding got shortcomings. We got like two three minutes guarding, left too. We got guarding like two, Ben Simmons in the playoffs. We got like two three right, minutes perfect. left. Mark and go. Joe gotta go. Alright, the 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 Atlanta series. Yes, Doc Rivers has a lot of blame to it because you cannot be not just Doc Rivers. Everyone. The whole the whole team. Simmons no, Doc, and Tobias. Doc is old. They're the two. Tobias Doc, Simmons and, and Doc. Doc is the main issue because as your coach. You're expected to have a 20-plus lead and you blow that because you don't have your starters in? What are you doing, That's because his second-best player can't game. score. 
no, because it doesn't matter. They had they had a three man lineup. Um, one of those games where they were up twenty when Milton and who else was it and Seth were in there and they sat down. Tobias was I think was the only starter on the floor. Like why everybody else was sitting down and you only have one starter on the floor against a team that killed you already. Killed you already previous games, and now you're you're in a comfortable seat and thinking, oh, I'm gonna get away with this and blew the game. Doc is the first one to be held accountable for sure. Simmons is number one. Second, Simmons is number one, many, undisputed. How many years in a row has it been Doc? This man blowing leads in the playoffs. Right. This isn't nothing. New. He's just a scapegoat in this case. He's just right. a scapegoat. It ain't nothing. He's not a scapegoat. It's nothing. It's just, bro, this I'm gonna say this last. with him. This is a repetitive nature with Doc's co- coaching. Secondly, you have to blame some type of Ben Simmons because he's second accountable because you've been on that team already for five years, bro. You're getting paid 200 mil. You've been mil. there for five, five years. You've <laughs> been paid over 200 mil. And you're 6'10", plays defense. All right, you're all world defensively. But in today's game, if you don't have an offense, you're not going to make it, bro. You're not going to last that long. There's a lot of players that I could point out through the years, these past five, seven years, that have been great all defensive, first team all defensive players. And at the end of the day, they haven't had an impact because their offense hasn't come alive. Name I know Simmons, (laughs) you can't scheme offense. If you you don't want to score, you can't scheme that. You can't scheme Simmons to want to score. That is like he's scared of, that, he's scared just, of free throws. Big. He's scared to drive because he can't shoot. I don't think he wanted to like, play for the 76ers, y'all. He doesn't. That's that that's drive. That's what, I, that's what I, I took from that, to be that's literally to be completely the, honest. Exactly. Like for him to pass you know it that, that layup, that layup, well, he, he passed it off to, uh, to Thabo. Right. Yeah. Under the basket. He would. He would have. If he really want. Come on, bro. I mean. Nah, he wouldn't. Have. He wouldn't have. I'm not I disagree. Him. I disagree. He wouldn't have, Malik. He was right. in his head. He wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. Well, think about it. Think yeah, about he, it. No matter. Even if. Even if he. Even if he wasn't playing for Philly, or if he didn't want to play for Philly, he was in the same team, shit. What team would want to pick you up after they see you doing that? You know what I'm saying? Oh well, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's no like, work ethic. You can't do. You can't just do that. Hey, all right, fella. This was a hell of an episode. I wish we can continue going on, but unfortunately, we got to end it. I got one final question for y'all. Y'all can just blurt it out. Will John ja Morant be an all-star this year coming up? Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, I hope so. And yeah, the West is too deep for Aaron Fox. Okay. Okay. Well, look. Hell yeah. Dylan and Malik, appreciate y'all coming on, man. Episode 72. I'm definitely going to shout y'all out on the post. Um, if y'all made it to the end of this video, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And tell a friend about everything that we got going on here at Facts and Stats, man. And right, thank y'all for having me. No, no yeah. questions. No questions. Appreciate it, Ed. All right, no problem. Definitely join again. All right, we out. For sure. Right. I'll be safe.